Hey now, hey now, Tough Skin Soft Heart family. Welcome to another edition, episode three of season three. Okay, y'all see that? Three of three. Welcome to season three, episode three of the Tough Skin Soft Heart podcast. This is our sacred space. This is where we gather as difference makers, as community healers, as thought partners, as a global family to talk about all that comes with making a commitment to living a life devoted to leading, loving, and serving in transformational ways, first in your own family, in your own backyard, and then in your marketplace and in community. And we gather just to have this dedicated 15 minutes or less of inspiration and strategy, our all morning pep talk, or if you listen to this at night, or cool of the day pep talk, wherever it fits throughout your day. Um, This is our time where we gather to talk about our well-being. And we make sure that in the process of seeding and sowing and loving, that we are not doing that at the expense of our own wellness, our own souls. And so this is where we gather. And as a matter of fact, y'all have already told me that 44% of you listen to this podcast between 11 a.m. and 5 p.m., at least for season two. So that was a little bit surprising. Y'all listen to this in the middle of the day. And I love that. Sometimes when we need a pep talk, it's not the morning or it's not at night. It's while I'm navigating the demands and expectations and pressures of the day. And so if you have gotten into your car and closed the door, if you are at home and you've shut the door, if you are in your pandemic PJs, (laughs) wherever you are, I'm just glad that you have decided that this podcast is part of what you do part of your routine and your practice, your intentional practice of nourishing your soul and feeding your spirit. And so, you know, with that in mind, I purposely reserved this conversation for us to have as a family, um, not for the first week of the new year, but for right now. I wanted to give us a little bit of time to try 2022 on for size and to see how we were feeling this third week of a new year. And You know, for those of you that know me, we are all, most of us are connected on social. You know that I'm a firm believer that we don't have to wait for a particular calendar date or time to enact change, to reimagine, to re-envision, to recharge, to reignite. We don't have to wait for a particular time of the year to do that. You know, we can... We can make a decision right now today to do anything that we're desiring to see different. We can make that decision right now, right now, pandemic PJs and all right now. We can make that pivot and we can shift. But I do think that there's something culturally in how we're socialized to think about the new year that that shift from the 31st to the 1st does still feel like a shift um, in some ways. And so... And the intensity of that shift depends on each one of us individually and our own individual set of circumstances or how we view what's happening in the world around us. And so as I started to see in my timeline, I'm pretty sure like your timeline, you had folks that were from a variety of schools of thought, camps of thought around this season of transition. You know, I had um, folks in my timeline that were, you know, already talking about action planning and vision boards and goal setting and goal getting and strategic planning. And and I remember thinking like, I, I, don't, I don't think I'm there yet. 
And then there were people that were making parodies of the Omicron variant and Omarion's name and talking about, you know, I saw one particular comic strip that was saying, you know, what's so new about it because it's our third year going into pandemic. And I thought, mm, not feeling that level of gloom for me, for me, just talking about me. And then there were those there that were more hesitant about 2022. I saw a cartoon where someone, it was like a group of folks and they had a long stick and they were prying the door of 2022 open and kind of trying to peek inside and see, like, I want to see what the terms and conditions and, you know, what's going to happen. And I kind of chuckled at that because I think that was, you know, more of where I was. I, I didn't know if I wanted to cry, holler, hope or pray if I'm really honest. And I think that for some of us, you may have, may have felt that same way. You know, I think part of why I was holding space for both hope and trepidation is because I think one of the things that has been consistent for many of us is that we've seen in our families, our communities, even in our global community, that we've been a people, a nation, a, a global collective that's been caught between trauma and transformation. And so I started to wrestle with this question of how do you hope and how do you goal set and how do you dream big and how do you hold space for healing while you yet have scars, while you yet have carryover, not just of hopes, but problems from 2021 or 2022? How do you hold space for recovery and yet sit in the realities that we're experiencing? And as I really wrestled with that, and I mean, I wrestled with that, what has been a source of that kind of what I know for sure moment for me? And actually, y'all know I'm a journal girl, so I wrote it in my journal. I'm going to read to you what I wrote into my journal. I said, you know, here's what I know, that wins without wellness leave us empty. Oh, y'all, if that's not good to y'all, that's good to my soul, right? That's the piece I think was missing for me in the conversation between, you know, that hope and that gloom, that strategic plan, or what do we do is that, yes, there are absolutely wins that we want to see for ourselves individually and collectively, but I don't want wins without wellness. I don't want the veneers of success without joy. I want to be holistically well from the inside out. I want my family to be holistically well from the inside out. I want my community to be well from the inside out. I want y'all as difference makers to be holistically well, not fake well, fake I'm fine. I'm talking, I want us to be holistically well from the inside out. And so as I started to think about that, I recognize that I don't know what 2022 is going to hold, right? We can make all of the strategic plans and the action plans and the vision boards that we want and can get one phone call, have one diagnosis, have one situation that changes everything. And so as someone that has experienced that in, in my family and in our lives, I've come to understand that you know, sadness doesn't last always, but I wanted to hold space in this year for wins and wellness. And I want to be a catalyst in the lives of those that are connected to me for them to live at the intersection of wins and wellness. And so I'm not against, I hope y'all don't hear me saying that. I'm not against goal setting and goal getting and all of those things. I just want to see us win and be well. 
and and I should almost not do this. It's more like this for me, right? Like I want to see us win and be well because I know that wins without wellness leave us empty and dry, right? So I just want to encourage the family and I welcome some discourse. I welcome you to email me, um, send me some messages over social media, DM me. I really have been wrestling with this thought of, so if we know that wins without wellness leave us empty, what if we were to engage in planning and visioning, not just for the wins we want to see in our lives, but the wellness we want to see in our lives, the healing and wholeness that we want to see in our lives. And I wonder if we can elevate that level of planning, that intentionality of planning in our lives. And so that's what I've been doing in my own life as a founder with all of the different hats that I wear. I have been really intentional about mapping out what is going to be your plan for wellness, not just for the wellness of Shannon Cohen Inc., the wellness of other projects that your hands are involved in, but what is your, how are you strategically mapping intentionally creating space or carving time, allocating energy to thinking about wellness goals that you want to either carry over into this year or you want to enact in this year. And the thing about wellness, y'all, is that while wellness is something universal, it's something that all of us need, it's so targeted because each of us are in different life spaces, we're in different seasons, you know, I recognize that what wellness looks for, like for me as someone that is still actively parenting an almost eight-year-old looks very different for friends that I have that are in a season of life where their children are adults or they are in the process of becoming empty nesters. Um, it looks very different based on your family and what your lived experience has been connected to COVID. It looks very different for so many reasons. And so I just wanted to share a few things from my own list, not prescriptively, not saying that this is the path because wellness is not a linear path. It is a very customized path and process for each of us. But I hope that in sharing what I've been meditating on, that it ignites something on the inside of you. So a few things that I've listed that I want to do differently this year, and I'm journaling about it because if I don't write it down, y'all, it's not real. If I don't write it down and then create a path for it and then start to align my calendar to it, it's not real. That's for me. Is that for y'all too? You tell me. So some of the things I'm going to do differently this year is I'm carving out CEO think days, days in which I am not checking email. I am not taking meetings. It's a day for me to just think, to be able to sit with ideas and my own creativity and my own imagination um, and to feed my well as a founder, as a CEO. I'm so excited about doing this, y'all. You know, I've been reading a book over the break by Savitra Wilson called Resilient. It's amazing. And she talks about the importance of not just investing in your business, but investing in yourself. And so having CEO think days, these days where I'm not even going into the office, I am going to create space just to think, because I know that that's what inspires innovation in me. Something else that I'm planning to do is I have already invested in the first conference that I want to go to in 2022. You know, I'm recognizing that I need to constantly grow. I can't lead a learning organization if I am not learning. And so 
I am, that's something that I've just intentionally said, I'm going to go and glean. I'm going to go into this particular conference that I've been watching for a while and I'm going to glow, go and glean. I've also began to recognize that because I am a mom, Deuce will be eight in a few days and school gets out at three something. So at 3.45, I am shifting. I'm shifting into mom mode. That's part of, I'm taking a mom siesta in the day to care for him, get snacks, pack lunches, do homework, spend time with him. That's critically important in this season of my life and in this season of his life. I've also began to really work on my nighttime regimen. You know, often I hear so much discourse among leaders about a morning regimen and what you do to ramp into your day, right? We hear things about like not grabbing your cell phone first thing in the day and creating a morning practice, a morning ritual. But I wasn't doing that for the nighttime. So y'all, I was crashing <laughs> versus laying down or powering down. And I realized that my body deserves to, to have opportunity to log off and then to power down just like the devices that I use. And so I've been reimagining my nighttime regimen so that I'm not crashing with the laptop in the bed or with the cell phone in the bed or the light on or a TV on, right? But I'm actually logging off, which is a process, and then I'm powering down. And then I'm also thinking about, you know, I spent a lot of time in the start of this year resisting the urge to do and taking the time to organize and to assess, to clean out my email inbox, to whiteboard, to plan and to prep. So that's just, I didn't even get to my whole full list, y'all. I have a whole full list here, but I think I wanted to just share some things with the family just around that thought that wins without wellness, y'all, will leave us empty. And so even if you don't have a catchy phrase or yet, or some depth of action plan or strategic plan, that's all right. My question to you, as the difference maker that you are, is how are you going to invest in your wellness and not just the wins you wanna see? How are you gonna pair those together? Practice sustainable pace, because ultimately that's where the magic is gonna be. I love y'all and I'm thinking about you holding space for your heart, holding space for you in my heart. Until next time.